Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Roast and Toast podcast. We are your hosts this week, David and Jenny. Howdy, David. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What's up, oh, my friend? It's funny you say howdy. Um, I've been going through a little country music phase. And, really? Go on. And yeah, so now, yeah. And you know, actually, you mentioned you you went to Morgan Wallen. I did. I didn't even realize. a few weeks ago. I didn't even realize that I had attended the most popular country artist of 2023's concert when I was in San Diego. So it was yeah. a fantastic concert, by the his, way. I've been just listening to like the top 50, country top 50, and there's a few of his songs on there. So when you, when I was listening to that episode that I wasn't on, and yes. you mentioned that, I was like, oh, I know that guy. I never listened to his, a, few, a few of his you songs. Know, I don't, did you hear the part where I talked about how I saw at least five to seven yeah, the bras, bras being yeah. thrown on stage? Yeah. <laughs> At least they're soft and not injuring the man because it's funny though. happening. <laughs> it's funny though that uh, so many women would be throwing their bras at him because if you listen to his music, a lot of them are about like love and sex and drinking. You know, like, uh, are you thinking about me when you're with him? And and to me, when you really think about those lyrics, he kind of seems like. His relationships are very toxic <laughs> and not exactly emotionally very healthy. But yeah, I mean, he, uh, he's got some tunes, I think. So yeah, that uh, but part. Yeah, in general, country. Like, I just uh, I find I find the family themes and the mm-hmm. you know the you know loving my my girl and uh, driving down country roads and I just it just kind of makes puts a smile on my face. On on the topic of country, have you ever listened to the artist Hardy? No, no. That one is a little more country rock. He was one of the openers for Morgan Wallen. And yes, you mentioned was, that. Yeah, that was my out of the three bands that I four bands I saw that night. He they were probably my favorite. So go check yeah. them out. Give them a listen. I will we'll report I will. back here next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be a that slaps. Who knows? Ooh, but there you go. It was uh, Jenny. Uh, we're going to talk about something controversial here. Okay. It go was ahead. my birthday this week. <gasps> Happy birthday! Or belated birthday at this point, but that's so exciting. Right. What did you do for your birthday? I well, I mentioned when we recorded last week that I, I was having a barbecue with some friends <gasps> and the barbecue. And, that's right. It was a birthday barbecue. That was a little. I was dropping a little hint, and then on my birthday, I did a smaller thing with uh, just the nuclear family and mm-hmm. my girlfriend, and that was very, very, very nice. Although the night before that, I. Had I was working, and then after work, I stayed at the bar and had some drinks with some colleagues. And Yegor, uh, who's going to join us in a minute, was there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I drank a lot, and I woke <laughs> up with the mother of all hangovers. Oh no! So the day my Rip. birthday started rough. Very like I actually was sitting like I, I we got out of bed, went downstairs, and was like, "We eat something, we'll feel better." I was sitting there. I had eaten like half of the toast with scrambled eggs on top, and and I felt so awful. I started crying. Oh, oh no, David! That's not <laughs> the way to start your birthday. I know. So so I uh, went up for a nap. Woke up feeling a million times better, and from that point on, the birthday was wonderful. Okay. My good. niece, my niece, uh, finally gave me a name. She she's been talking for a long time. She's two and a half years old. She's, she says mama, she says nana, she says my brother's name, she says my girlfriend's name. She has not said my name until my birthday, and she's finally given me a name. It's kind of oh, like Davy, but it's more like Dewey, and it's very, That's very cute. so cute. That's I know. a fantastic birthday gift. 
Uh, well, the controversial part is that last oh. week I, I said I dropped a hint yes. that I was mm-hmm. having a barbecue, a celebration, and uh, Philip did not wish me happy birthday. <gasps> we had a tradition up until up until this point where we would actually dedicate a portion of the podcast to talking about a birthday when it came up. Did mm-hmm. it for his birthday, did it for my birthday, and then we did it for his birthday again or whatever. And uh, yeah, we have not, uh, that that died this past week. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't mention it because I wanted to see if he would remember. And he didn't. He did wish me happy birthday, although it was five hours late, uh, even by his own time zone. Mm-hmm. So it was actually the next day at 2 p.m. for me. Yes. Even for him, it was uh, five hours late. So we're calling him out. It was a very sweet, <laughs> it was a very sweet message he no, sent just me. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we booted him off the podcast. That's why. Uh, uh, so he sent me a message. It was actually very sweet, but uh, but but we still got to call him out for for being a little late on that one. And it's so. all good. I, I guess I get a free pass this time because I didn't wish you. You did. Birthday you do. Either. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, on the topic of birthdays, I did go to a wonderful belated birthday dinner for my boyfriend last night. We went to Whoa. a place called the Salt Cellar, a little fishery over here in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's underground. Whoa. We had to travel down a couple. One or two flights of stairs to get down, but had some fantastic. How, mm-hmm. how belated is the birthday? Was it recent? Did oh, we share yeah, a birthday? it was. It was a few weeks ago. It oh, was. Okay. It right. was Jan- July. Jan- you were supposed to say January. <laughs> <laughs> That's very belated. Um, yeah, it was about two weeks ago, mid July, and we had some great king crab. I got some Chilean sea bass. It was a good time. But yeah, Oof. what a very festive intro. We love it. <laughs> Well, we have a Would You episode. We mm-hmm. uh, are very excited to be doing this. We have a lot of fun with it every few weeks. And it's not the first time Yegor's come on for a Would You episode. I mentioned he was coming on this episode. Welcome, Yegor, back onto the podcast. Uh, you razzled and dazzled us with your with your intriguing questions last time. So we're happy to have you back. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Happy to be back. And nice to meet you. This is the first time you and I have shared an episode together. Yes, nice to meet you as well. Uh, <laughs> had a one or two or maybe even three episodes with Phil now, but uh, first time uh, with you, Jenny. Woo-hoo. Heck yes, milestone episode. All right. Well, we have our all three of us are here now. Uh, who would like to? How who? How should we start this, David? Well, who should go first? I'm going to. I'm going to say let's let's have Yegor go first. He mentioned he had 10 questions prepared. <gasps> That's We're going to have him narrow it down. <laughs> We're going to have him narrow it down, but uh, but he can eliminate one right off the bat. His favorite one. Go for it, Yegor. Who's it for and what's the question? Uh, I'll ask this one to you, David, as okay. you're the uh, recent birthday boy. Mm-hmm. Not that this is a birthday-related questions. But uh, it is a gift. <laughs> it is a gift. The only gift you'll get from me this time around. (laughs) Here we go. Would you rather become the smartest person in the world or the dumbest person in the world? But here's the caveat. You will keep your current level of intelligence. Oh. So nothing physically about you changes, but the label changes. Not even the label. Everybody around you either becomes smarter than you or dumber than you. Wow. Dang, good <laughs> that's one. A, that's actually, that's a, a, my first instinct was to go dumbest person in the world, because then at least maybe we'll make some goddamn progress. Mm. Um, well, but then you'll be the one holding everyone back. But I, <laughs> 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 that's the problem. 
Um, I think I'm gonna go with that though because I, 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 I wouldn't want to be. I think it's just a lifetime of frustration being being the smartest person surrounded by idiots. I mean, I already have a taste of it, I guess. But yeah, that's my, that's my life every day. Right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I'll go with the be the. I'll just be the dumbest. I'll be um, the big anchor uh, holding the ship of humanity back but at least hopefully people can drag me along i mean i'm a pretty intelligent guy to be the dumbest guy in the world at my level of intelligence and i'm not saying i'm a genius but um i think that's that's the way to go jenny yes uh, david let, let, let me let me just ask one more uh, one more question uh, se- separate from the game well related to the game have you seen the movie idiocracy no i haven't ah okay never mind then but but i have seen on a different kind of a different note but still similar ish the invention of lying with uh oh yeah ricky Ricky gervais where he basically does become kind of the smartest person in the world just that's a great movie he's aware I, i he just he becomes aware where everyone else is still unaware so yeah uh okay jenny would you rather on the subject of birthdays would you rather forget the birthdays of all your loved ones or have all your loved ones forget yours uh oof. well mine's very hard to forget so maybe the i would rather have the second option because it's still a happy celebrating day where people gather for stuff so i'll be around my family anyway for those that don't know my birthday is on christmas day so i think i can get away um, with at maybe least, i should have asked yeah. that one of you Gore. <laughs> <laughs> but I would not. That would crush me if I would forget other people's birthdays, which I and all of them, all done. your loved ones, <laughs> literally all of them. No, no, yeah. I couldn't do that. That would I would feel awful. So I will stick with the second one. And it was the yeah, we'll be able to forget to mine because it's still a happy day. So, well, how okay. very selfless of you. Oh, thanks. Uh, all right, Yegor, I got one here for you. Hit me. Would you rather go on a silent, non-speaking retreat for a week or go on a long weekend vacation with someone who never shuts up? A long, non-speaking retreat. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Immediately well, answered. Love it. I mean, well, I mean, well, okay. I guess uh, the destination would play a part uh, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, where I would choose to go. But uh, lately, I've been I've been longing for you know a little bit of peace, a little bit of quiet. Uh, yes, like a sense of you know me not needing anything from anyone else, and especially nobody else needing anything from myself. So I think I would definitely enjoy that quite a bit more than uh, than a, than a yeah we can get away with somebody who never stops talking. Yeah, but I w- but I w- but I will say it would probably be nice to follow one up with the other. Definitely. Well, since David mentioned the movie The Invention of Lying. It actually uh, goes very well with another question that I'd written down. Jenny, would yes. you rather always know when somebody is lying or always be able to get away with any lie you tell? <gasps> oh, ah, ah, that's, a, that's a spicy one. I like both options. Um, I would say always knowing when someone is lying. Because that just seems like a cool superpower to have. and I wholeheartedly agree. I feel like you're going to end up a bad person if you can get away with lying. Yeah. Gonna, it's going to corrupt you at some point. That's 
with great power comes great responsibility and that any responsibility with that second option would just fly out the door. I would, I would wreck that. I would use it all the time. So first exactly. one, uh, David, let's move on to you. Would you rather be Spider-Man and be covered in ants or be Ant-Man and be covered in spiders? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. That's how I felt when I read this one the, for the first time. Am I Ant-Man... <laughs> When he's shrunken, or Ooh. am I just Paul Rudd, <laughs> like a normal size Paul Rudd Ant Man? Well, I guess things do change. I- I'm assuming yeah. that this would mean that you would have your powers, so you would be able to shrink and get larger. So I feel like I feel like I'd rather be Ant Man, covered in spiders, because. If I shrink down, then I'm I'm more able to take on the spiders, you know, man to man, and I can. And you still, you know, there's a lot of bogus details around Ant Man's superpowers. He still has the strength of a regular sized man when he's an ant sized man, mm-hmm. and so I could just punch those spiders off me. And uh, yeah, that's animal cruelty. <clears throat> you know what? I don't care. All right, Yegor, you are about to marry a long lost sibling whom you've dated for five years. Would you rather find out that they're your sibling on the day of your wedding in front of everyone or by yourself when you're 60 years old? On the day of the wedding, surely. But you've been dating this person for five years. Right. It's going to be heartbreaking. Right. But better to cut it off at five years than, you know, uh, ruin a whole 60. Uh, You know, also assuming any potential, you know, genetic repercussions of uh, procreating with your spouse. And, you know, the whole family is already there. They get to meet their long-lost relative as well. <laughs> uh, so, you know. Oh, make a, you know, Okay, make fair a, enough. Uh, since it's already an event, you know, make it, make it a reunion instead of a wedding. <laughs> and then, you know, hopefully everybody, get, you know, gets happy enough that they don't think about the, the past five years. What about, what about the, yeah, what about the fact that you've been boinking this person for five years? Boinking. Who, the, who said I've been boinking them? Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe when they okay. were long lost, they decided that they would be saving themselves till marriage, and that was the the saving grace of this whole situation. I I'm gonna say as the creator of this scenario, uh, that's not the case. But let's oh. move on. Well, still better five years than sixty five years. Fair enough. Uh, am I going back at you now, David? Yep, we're back to the original order. Hmm. All right, David. Would you rather? That the song Soldier Boy by Soldier Boy is the only thing you can listen to for the rest of your life. The only music. Oh, no. The only music you can listen to for the rest <laughs> of your life. Or would you rather every fifth time you say the word you, it comes out as you. <laughs> this is a great one, too. Oh, Soldier Boy. Sweet memories. I, I'm going to have to go with the you because... Um, there's no way I could listen to Soldier Boy on repeat for the rest of my life. There's, it's well, just no. You don't have to listen to it, but it's the only thing yeah. you can listen to. Right, exactly. I would miss okay. music too much, so I'm gonna have to be going you every. <laughs> Maybe I just I just have to speak Spanish more. I'd be like do do. Yeah, yeah. Happen happen in every language. Okay, is that right? Yeah, Jenny. Yeah. While on a third date, would you rather have your most reviled ex 
sitting at the table next to you. Or have the waiter think he recognizes you from porn. (laughs) I'd say the second one, because I already have this issue where people think they recognize me a lot in public. And I always have to say, nope, I just have one of those faces. So it's, it would not be out of place for this to happen. It, it would be unfortunate that it would be from porn, but I'd rather have that happen than seeing my most reviled ex. I never want to see that person again. So oh dear. I will stick yeah, with the funny. second one. I, I wasn't sure if you had uh, an ex like that. So I know that Philip doesn't really. Uh, so he has no bad relationships with any of his exes so I, that wouldn't have been a good question for him but i wasn't sure about you jenny mm-hmm. well no. yes i do have one i see variations of what they used to drive in like on the freeway and i'm like huh i, I know it's not them <laughs> because they live in an entirely different state now but it was oh good I, I just see that car or variation of their car and i'm like huh. so yes i do have one and no thank you all right for our guest Yegor, let's do this one would you rather have a bird fly out of your mouth every time you you laugh or a bird die every time you laugh? Is it a different species of bird every time that flies out of my mouth? Oh, no, or... no. It will, we'll keep it consistent and we'll make sure that they're small. So a little, little tiny bird fly out of your mouth. I guess, like a little hummingbird. Yeah, a little hummingbird. Um, oh, that'd be nice. I will go with a bird dying every time I laugh. <laughs> Bird murderer. You chose that's animal. Bird that's animal cruelty, Igor. There it is. Well, well, well. Is it really? I mean, birds live a difficult life if they just die out of nowhere without noticing it. I see it as mercy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you're no, like I mean, you're like a classic villain. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I no. I feel like you know, plenty of birds die already, and you know, <laughs> probably also rather villainous justification. But what's you know. One more uh, a day. Jenny, would you rather have a vertical mouth or a horizontal butt crack? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. So either I look like a a demon from Silent Hill. Your face would look like a vagina with teeth. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Vagina Dentata. Anyway, um... (laughs) The, I would, ah, I don't know. Pants might feel very weird and uncomfortable. You can never wear a bikini again. Yeah, that would, oh, wow. I didn't even think of that, but now I am. And I just don't want that image in my head. (laughs) Uh, I will probably choose the first option because I can at least train myself to adjust to the new shape of that mouth. But I don't know if I can live with, being uncomfortable in clothes just based on the way things are shaped in that in that change of shape so interesting one but yeah i'll look like a like an alien but you know what that's life anyway david Mm. this one's this one's a good one too would you rather i don't know if this one's been asked before would you rather accidentally say i love you when getting off the phone with your boss or accidentally say baby when talking on the phone with your mom with sweet Jackie. I I think I think I'm gonna say I love you to my boss and laugh it off. Um uh, hopefully like be like, oh yeah, that was so weird. 
I don't want that awkward moment, you know, with with my mom. No. Yeah, understood. I would avoid that too. I would yeah. do the same thing. All right, Yegor, would you rather have to explain Barbie to a conservative old man <laughs> or Oppenheimer to a five year old? But in either case, you have to make them understand it. <laughs> um. Well, obviously, Barbie to a conservative old man, right? Hmm. I don't know. This is a hard one. I mean, I don't interact with a lot of conservative old men in my day-to-day life, so it might be that I'm uh, underestimating the the scale of the challenge. But I feel like explaining what a nuclear bomb is and you know the physics thereof to a five-year-old is uh, is beyond my uh, tutorial capabilities. You can make a children's book out of it. Right. And I mean, if, if I just have to make them understand it, I think that's uh, not too great of a task with the conservative old man. Making them agree with it or not see it as a threat, that would be a whole, <laughs> whole other question. Right, right. All right, uh, that's it. That I think we've uh, made all the rounds. Everyone's yeah. asked the uh, four questions. Let's uh, let's move on. Yes, shall we? Okay, I'm really excited for this week's mini segment because I worked very hard on this this week. This is fun factoid this week. What I've done is I have gathered for those who for our, who are new listeners. I have picked a real fact and a fake fact. I'm going to present them to our other two members here of our of this episode, and they're going to guess which is the real fact and which one is the fake fact. Boys, are you ready? Ready. Ready when you are. All right. Fact number one. Pluto has never made a full orbit around the sun from the time it was discovered to when it was declassified as a planet. Fact number two, J.R.R. Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring is the most stolen book in the world. Which is the real fact and which is the fake fact? Go! I will excuse myself because (laughs) I know which one is the real one. So, David, uh, this one's all yours. Okay, I'm going to say that the... I would imagine the most stolen book in the world would be like, I don't know, the Bible or something like that or... So I'm going to say that Pluto hasn't made a full roach. I think I've heard that before somewhere, maybe. So I think the Pluto fact is the real fact. And you trusted your gut and you got it right. Yes, Pluto, that is the real fact. The And you were actually right on the money. The most stolen book in the world is not the Fellowship of the Ring. It is the Bible. The Bibles are stolen all the time a from sin. everywhere. Public libraries, hotels, mm. wherever Mm-mm-mm. you can, in places of worship. Because they get really expensive. And I guess, I mean, I'm not really religious, but I guess the word of God is always in very high demand. Uh, and they're also free everywhere. So it's very easy for people just to take it and just take it home with you. Um, and yes, to put n- numbers into perspective, Pluto was discovered in 1930 in Arizona. Represent. And it takes 248 Earth years for it to take a full orbit. So it's technically not done in, with this current rotation until 2178. We'll all be gone by then. But you've got this, Pluto. You're going to make it. It's not even halfway yet. Not even <laughs> halfway. Not even halfway. The 
looking to streamline your busy schedule? Looking for a helping hand for life's endeavors? Details by Claire is here to make your life easier. Visit www.detailsbyclaire.com to explore a wide range of services, including calendar management, website creation, and even voiceover work. Claire's attention to detail and dedication to her clients are unmatched. Don't let the game of life overwhelm you. Visit www.detailsbyclaire.com today and discover the convenience and expertise of Details by Claire. Yegor, we are going to play a game, but first we have a few questions just to get to know you a little bit, for the listener to get to know you just uh, just enough to, I don't know. My question for you, Yegor, if you had to choose between never watching sports again or never watching films again, oh. which would you give up? I would give up, I think, sports. You are Good a big choice. sports guy, and you are also I, a, a huge film buff. So Right, and I, I think I'm more of a film buff than I am a sports buff. And, you know, while in sports, you do often get uh, interesting, you know, narratives. You get these uh, David versus Goliath stories, these emotional moments that really rile you up. I feel like the hit rate uh, for how much of sports you need to watch versus how many movies you have to watch is skewed enough in the movie's favor that uh, that movies would be more interesting for me. And also, I feel there's a lot more variety there. I mean, maybe if I wasn't watching movies all the time, I'd be watching a lot more sports and getting into a lot of uh, different kinds of sports. I know you've been trying to get me into rugby for the last 10 years or so. With, At uh, least. <laughs> with moderate success. Uh, but uh, but I think we I'll, are going to a World Cup game together in a month <gasps> or in a month and a half. So are you actually? There's That's at least so that. Yeah, we are. We're going driving down to France to go see was it Scotland versus Romania? Romania, I believe. Yeah. Oh wow! And he got me into NFL enough uh, that then that week after that we're flying to London to watch an NFL game. That's true. <laughs> Dang, world! Yeah, so, we're doing all the adventure sports adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yet, dis- and yet, despite all that, I'll stick with films. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Yegor, what is the coolest public event that you've randomly stumbled into? You didn't know it was happening. You just found it one day while walking around, and you were like, wait, this is pretty sick. I'm going to check it out. Mm, the most recent one, or at least, you know, the most vivid memory that comes to mind at the moment uh, I was in uh, Budapest last year in the mm-hmm. summer for the Ziget Music Fest- Festival, mm-hmm. like a week-long festival, uh, music, uh, arts, culture. I don't know whether I can equate it to like a mix of Coachella and Burning Man, as I've never been to <laughs> either. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot. <laughs> I, l- l- let's let's say a mix of Coachella and Burning Man scaled down by a okay. couple of uh, orders <laughs> of magnitude. A little bit. Yeah, a Burning, of... Burning Man is massive. It's huge. Well, yeah, so is Coachella. <laughs> yeah, uh, but of course, you know, the festival takes place uh, on an island, uh, just you know, in the Danube River, close to the city center. But of course, parallel to that, you also get a lot of events running on, uh, in the middle of the city. You know, just a lot of live music, uh, events, bars, uh, uh, things of that nature. Yes. And one day when we were walking back from the festival, me and uh, some of my friends, we stumbled upon a jazz sort of battle of the bands type of deal. Not yeah, awesome. not, yeah. What do I call it? Battle of the bands? It was, you know, more like, I don't know. 
I don't, I don't even know what to call it, more of a duel, let's say, between uh, two saxophonists that was going on at the time, you know, the sort of taking turns uh, playing along with uh, the, mu- the music that was going on. And then you know, eventually, you know, throughout the night, there were more other musicians, other instruments joining in, and then they ended devolved into a whole, you know, jazzy party uh, sort of vibe. So yeah, f- fantastic atmosphere, uh, great event that you know really stumbled uh, onto out of nowhere, just walking around Budapest. So yeah, that's so be, cool. That'll be and the one with that music festival. I'll be I'll take some mental note too. Maybe I can find that festival if it's still happening. By the time I make it to Budapest someday, I would love to go see that too. Well, it's okay. been, hmm? been going on for I think uh, forty years now. So oh, okay, perfect. So there, I I have a chance. Great. Yeah. So in honor of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem coming out recently, I noticed that Seth Rogen is starring in the film and is also a major producer for the movie. So I thought it'd be mm. fun to play a little game uh, where we, I want, so I've gathered names of some production companies that have, and I will name some of the movies they've produced. And I want you to guess who the actor is that is associated with this company, actor producers. Um, they're either they're either co-owners or they're co-founders or uh, reigning presidents. So we're just gonna play a little guess the actor producer this week. How does that sound, guys? So this is not necessarily the film related companies, or no, they they're they're uh, film production companies. So these are movies. Oh, that oh have, I see. Okay, yes. right, 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 mm-hmm. right. So they produced. I was about uh, to be like, ah, I know Ryan Reynolds has a big stake in like some Wadsworth football team and in, in oh the, in not the sports UK. related no, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no you will not get anything sports related from me <laughs> uh no Jaeger are... would like to correct me hold on Jaeger wants yes. to correct me on something team was, the team is called a Wrexham United Wrexham United oh. there you go <laughs> well I will uh I will be naming some of like I said I will be naming some of the films that have been uh produced by each of these companies so okay your object is to guess. I'll give you the options. I've got three options of potential actors for each company, and it's your job to guess. Let's go ahead and begin. So, <clears throat> uh, company number one is Gary Sanchez Productions. They have produced movies such as The Menu, Vice, and Step Brothers. Now, is the 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 act is the actor associated with this company? Is it Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler? Or Steve Carell. Now we didn't step. Don't answer yet. Just shout your name as your buzzer. Go. Uh, David, I'm gonna guess Will Ferrell. Yes, Will Ferrell is correct. So that is one for David. <clears throat> Perfect. Thank you. And then um, now that we've established that, that'll be better. Okay. Company number two, Malposo Productions. It was founded in 1967. And it has produced films such as Million Dollar Baby, The Mule, and American Sniper. Which of these actors is associated with this company? Yegor. Oh, <laughs> you already know. I I don't I don't know, but I have a strong guess, and I feel like I need to get out ahead of David on this one. Uh, <laughs> I will let you go ahead. You'll have the floor. Is it going to be Clint Eastwood? You actually are correct. It is Clint Eastwood. Uh, the other options were Liam Neeson or Bradley Cooper, but you were you had it right before I even. What listed were the it. films you said? Million Dollar Baby, The Mule, and American Sniper. Yeah, yeah. And that my options sense. were going to be Liam Neeson, Clint Eastwood, or Bradley Cooper, but 
We already have it correct. He has. We it already correct. got an answer. Yep. All right. So that's one for David and one for Yegor. Option three. Now we're, we're steering towards an actress name. This is for the production company Flower Films. It was founded in 1995. They have produced a very wide array of movies. Some romantic comedies such as Fifty First Dates, several Charlie's Angels films, and randomly several horror movies such as Donnie Darko. Now, is it Reese Witherspoon, Demi Moore, or Drew Barrymore? David. Yegor. I heard David's name first. I'm going to go with Drew Barrymore. That is correct. <laughs> that is two for one. David is in the lead. And, and that was so funny. I was like, oh, of course, Drew Barrymore has got horror movies under her belt because she's in E.T. and she did all of these other movies, too. Firestar. For me, it was, it was the, 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 the scary movie, wasn't it? In the first one. No, no, I was gonna say it was the Charlie's Angels that that really tipped me off. Oh yeah, Charlie. No, Charlie's Angels, Fifty First Dates. But I think and Fifty oh, First Dates, yeah, yeah, a horror movie. Didn't she, wasn't she either in Scary Movie or in Scream, the first one? Uh, she was in Scream, and she was in Firestarter when she was very okay. young. Scream. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Scary Movie is the parody. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> this is a uh, this next one's going to be another actor. The company is called App and Way Productions, and they have produced movies such as The Ides of March, Orphan, randomly, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Is it George Clooney, Sam Rockwell, or Leonardo DiCaprio? Yegor. Yegor. I heard Yegor. Go ahead. George Clooney. Oh, that is incorrect. It is not George Clooney. David, go ahead. It's got to be Leo. It's Leo, baby. It's Leo season. <laughs> yes, uh, he. There's quite a few of Leo's movies in this production because he's kind of the founder of it. So Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, anything honestly you could think of, that he's been in. Okay, that puts us at. I think it's three and one now. David three is to in one, the yeah. lead. Uh, let's see if you can get one more point here, Yegor. This is a actor and actress uh, company, co-founded company. Uh, called Plan B Entertainment. And they have produced movies such as 12 Years a Slave, Moneyball, and Blonde. And they've won three Academy Awards. Now, these actor and actress duos, I'm going to list three options for you. So is it going to be Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston? Is it Denzel Washington and Regina King? Or is it Mark Wahlberg and Charlize Theron? Yegor. Go ahead, Yegor. I feel like David intentionally let me say first. Uh, just, just, <laughs> I didn't. Just to let, just to let me uh, recover some dignity. Man, this has to be Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. And you are correct. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Uh, they were together when the company was founded in 2005, I believe. But then since then, they've broken up. But they are still co-founders of these this company three-time academy award winning and also they randomly produced kick-ass that was kind of cool to see all right well david you are the winner of the game this week which means there's no need for a tiebreaker which i'm kind of sad that we're not doing it because i was excited to see what would happen but that's okay can't we do it just for fun anyway do you want to do it for fun yeah why not if it's uh, if it's if, if it's unless you want to save it for another week, but yeah, why not? Let's do it. Oh, no, 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 it's on the theme. Why not? Let's do it for fun. Exactly. So, I want another. you guys to name as many movies and/or TV shows. I'll let TV shows mention this time that have, as you can, that have been produced by Monkey Paw Productions. 
and Jordan uh, Peele. Can, now, I, can, I, can I just ask how how are we doing this? Um, how about we'll we'll time you guys. Let me set up a timer really quick. But yes, I will count movies and TV productions, and there shouldn't be that many to mention because this company is pretty pretty young. It started in 2012, I think, so there shouldn't be that many. But let me are, get my time. Are we going one at a time, or just whoever says it first? Uh... Um, no, we'll go one at a time. I will have you uh, go first, Igor, since you are our guest. How about we do, I'll do 15, 10 seconds is not enough. We'll do 15 seconds. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Uh, get out. Uh, us. Nope. Uh, Keanu. Mm, I feel like he was involved with Candyman, but I don't Stop. know. And you are correct. Okay. Oh. Hey. It's all here, my beautiful, sunny in Philadelphia timer. Okay. I'm yes. not even going to try. I don't even think I need to try. I wouldn't name any of the ones that, uh, any any other ones that Yegor uh, hadn't mentioned. So you're not so. even, gonna, you're not going to attempt it? You're, no, you're bowing out? No, I don't out. think we need to. I'm uh, bowing out. Okay. If we had gone to a tiebreaker, Yegor, you would have won. Well, let's say this was a tie maker instead, and now it is a draw. You you go home thinking whatever you like. I am home, David. Uh, so, so yes, you got five of them, and there's also um, Black Klansman, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, Lovecraft Country, The Twilight Zone, and Wendell and Wild. Thanks for playing, y'all. Thank you, uh, Jake, for bringing us into that slaps. I am back to a song this week. I said I was going through a country phase. For me, what slaps this week is uh, I'm going with a song called Something in the Orange. It's kind of a heartbreak country song. Something in the Orange. As many of them are. And I quite enjoy it. It's by, hold on, it is by... Pause for art search. <laughs> Zach Bryan. I didn't want to get the Brian. I didn't want to get it mixed up. Brian Zach or dudes with two first names. What what can I say? Uh, something in the orange <laughs> by Zach Bryan. Well, That's I I was going to bring this a movie this week. However, I have listened to a new drop as of literally last night. Doja Cat is winning my heart over and over again, oh. especially with this new era. She's living this this fantastic grunge satanic moment, and it's just it's it serves her very well. Whoa. She killed, yeah. Well, you have to see the. I haven't movie seen any of this. You have to see the music video to believe it. But she just dropped her new song, "Paint the Town Red," and the song cannot get out of my head. It is stuck there. It is a permanent resident. I am humming the tune all the time. It's if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Doja Cat's "Paint the Town Red." That slaps. All right, well, the fire's dying down, and it's getting quite chilly, so it's time to get snugly in the sleeping bags. But before we say goodnight, here are some people we want to thank. Yeah, thank you to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on this show. We love you guys. Thank you to Ryan Ardell and to Josh Hans for all the audio bits you hear throughout the show. And thank you to Rudy Chalk for his wonderful graphic design work you see on all of our socials. We absolutely adore it. 
And most importantly, thank you to you. Yes, you, the listener who is listening to this podcast right now. Thank you so much for always supporting us, being here, and for just joining us. Welcome, and hope you stay a while. Please check us out on our social media and all of our uh, Facebook, our Instagram, and find us on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and oh, <clears throat> not the not the one we don't speak of. Or you know, I'm just gonna say it right now, Pandora. What Pandora? How dare you? Just can't screw you, Pandora. Just... All right, guys, can I take your order? Wait, hold on a second. Aren't you the bear from Cocaine Bear? Mm-hmm.